Daddy ate this. Give me my flower. Well, first, I want to say thank you, everybody, for even tuning in and listening to the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. Um, I just wanted to start and give you an intro to what we'll be doing uh, throughout this series for Daddy Ain't Dead, the podcast. Um, Be prepared because I'm going to say um a lot. I hate it, but I just got to do it because it's (laughs) it's just part of how I converse. I'm going to say I'm a lot. I I am cognizant of this issue and I am going to make sure I keep it to a minimum. But let's play a fun game and see how many times I say um uh, throughout the show. Just uh, thinking and, you know, and, and talking. So either way, I want to explain a couple of things. I want to discuss the format of the podcast going forward, um, kind of explain the slogan of give me my flowers and wanted to just talk about a few things that um, we'll be going through on the show with the different dads I'll be interviewing uh, each week or whatnot that I'll be dropping episodes. I want to say thank you first to all the dads who I've reached out to um, and who've replied to me um, and told me they were interested in doing an interview and being part of the podcast. Man, I appreciate you so much, and, and thank you to the few fellas I've already recorded with um, it's going to be awesome. So, like I said, I wanted to explain um, the slogan of "Give me my flowers." You're going to hear that being said a lot, um, whether it's in the intro, whether it's in the outro, whether it's doing the show. Um, when I say "Give me my flowers," it's just explaining that you know dads always get compliments and praises at their funeral. They won't be able to smell those flowers you're giving them and all those compliments you're saying. They won't be able to hear them when they're at their funeral. So do those things now for your dad so he can appreciate those thoughts now. And and this is why I chose that tagline of giving my flowers because I I want those things now. Uh, And dads deserve those praises now. And that's part of that, um, part of that, that, that movement I want to start, part of that narrative that I want to start about appreciating dads, you know, because like I said, this name of the show is Daddy Ain't Dead. So let's go ahead and just give those compliments now. Don't wait till he's dead and to give him those compliments. Do it now because he ain't dead. So um, basically with the format of the show, what we're going to do is we're going to have a couple of random segments um, that me and the guests will kind of go over before we record. Um, I'm going to have the guests actually... Every guest that comes on is going to talk about how they grew up and their current family situation. So we're going to be talking to dads of of all different backgrounds and all different um, upbringings, you know, rich, poor, middle class, white, black, Hispanic, whatever, um, military guys, you know, regular dads that work regular nine to five jobs, um, and, and, and all in between, we're going to be talking to people with no kids um, down the line. And, and I know most people be like, well, what does that have to do with dads? Um, it's, it's also a mindset of guys who want to be fathers um, and want to be dads going down the line. So I want to talk to those people, too, who, who want to be dads and learn from people like me who have children and who they look at as mentors um, going forward. And that's and this is an 
an avenue for people like those guys who are interested in becoming a family man or a dad is to look at this podcast, listen to this podcast, and, and just have a plethora of, of information, tips, advice, encouragement from the different dads that are going to be on the show talking, um, which will include me. Um, so, like I said, we're going to have the ghost come, the guest come on and talk about how they grew up, talk about their current family situation, so you can kind of see how and why that person became a great dad and start, kind of just see their upbringing. We're going to have two random segments, like I said, that the, the guests will um, go over with me um, before, they re- before we record. Um, I like to do that because I want make want to make sure my guests are comfortable with the topics we're going to be discussing. And if they have something that's really on their heart or something that they're passionate about that they want to speak about, I'm going to allow them to. So, But it's also to let them see, hey, this is what I'm going to be talking about and have some good information for you guys. And, and we want it to be organic as possible, but we also want to give you some good information um, if it's available to, to research, look up, and, and go to. But if it's something that, you know, experience is, is no better teacher. So I'm trying to get guys who, when I give them topics, I know it's because I'm giving them that topic because I know they're going to offer a good dialogue on that topic because I, I, most of the people that I'm going to be talking to, at least for like the first 50 shows, is going to be guys that I actually know, have relationships with, I've had conversations with, have broke bread with, you know, guys I trust and whatnot to give good content and good talks and good experience on, on certain things that pertain to dads out here in this real world. So um, after we have those two segments that are based on the guests and what they want to talk about, we're going to have some dad jokes um, and then we're going to have some dad advice um, or it's going to be some words of encouragement uh, we'll navigate through those topics. We'll laugh. We'll be open, transparent, um, honest. We'll be vulnerable. Um, and I know that's something a lot of guys don't venture into about being vulnerable, but I'm a vulnerable person. I, I let my feelings show. Um, I'm an emotional guy. And the people on my show, they're going to have to be vulnerable. So we'll be taking the time to t- talk about some deep things, um, some not-so-serious things all the time. And that's why I got the dad jokes in there. Um, they're super corny, and I can't wait for y'all to hear the first couple of episodes. We got some terrible dad jokes going on. Um, we'll, like I said, we'll navigate through those topics. Um, I'm always open to new ideas uh, from listeners and guests, so I appreciate them. I'm going to take them in when they start coming in because I use this great app called Anchor to record my episodes on, and you can actually leave voice messages for me to hear um, on, on the show and then you get to uh, tell me your ideas and your critiques or things you liked and didn't like and ideas for the next show or something you want to hear um, or even just a comment about something you heard on the show. And I can take those same comments and I can actually include them in my recording or in my show so other people can hear them and or hear me live, you know, kind of respond to those things for my next show. So send those ideas in, send those critiques in. I need all of it. I appreciate all of it. Um, so primarily the, the main objective for this podcast is I really want to change the narrative on dads. Um, the title is supposed to grab your attention because, you know, dads aren't dead. Um, we're alive and well. So I feel like we're out here providing, we're out here being great dads. And that's why I want to reach out to all these great dads. 
I know and who want to help me do this. So I just feel like it's going to be something epic if you guys take the time to listen, um, indulge in this, and then spread the message for other people to listen um, to this podcast. The episodes are all going to be um, on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. So it'll be available for you in whatever way you use it, whether you got an iPhone, an Android, whatever, you can on a desktop or whatever. You can listen to um, this podcast on those on those uh, platforms. And then you can also listen to it just on this app, which is called Anchor. It's spelled how Anchor is spelled. Um, it's purple. You'll see it. It's purple Anchor app. Um, and you'll see that. And you can find the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast on there just by typing in that um, that, that title. And, and you can find it on all major podcasts um, here in a, in a couple days, um, if not right now. So I did want to talk a little bit about how I grew up. Um, because I'm making each one of my guests do that. So I think it's only fair that I also talk about how I grew up um, and how I came about to be the great dad I am um, to to my kids and to my family. So for me, you know, I was raised in a broken home. And, you know, to me, that created me as a man. Uh, my mom and dad were, were married briefly for about... Um, about seven, eight years, and they they were separated. Um, they left. They, they you know they left each other, and you know my dad was on drugs, um, heavy, in and out of prison, a lot. And me and my sister didn't really have much of a, a time with him, and that created me as a man. I and I say that because I always tried to. Uh, be better than my dad because he wasn't there. And, you know, my mom being, um, I say single mom, um, but she had plenty of help uh, with my grandparents because I literally lived at my grandparents' house until I was um, a preteen. And, you know, my grandparents moved um, to northern Florida and I went to back to living with my mom. And that kind of sent me down a spiral of bad behavior in school and stuff. And my mom don't know much of this. And so <laughs> when she finally hears this podcast, she's going to be shocked. Um, but I was getting into fights and causing trouble and doing all type of stuff in school. And really because I was lashing out because I was upset that my grandmother had moved um, to northern Florida away from me down in Tampa and you know i couldn't have that person that always loved on me that always provided for me in a sense I, I just didn't see my mom at the time like that and then without my dad there i really had nobody to kind of show me that that tlc that i always got when i was with my grandma so um you know and to kind of go back to you know my dad being in and out of the picture and me saying i always wanted to be better than him whether it was with with sports um, and life in general, staying out of jail, staying out of prison, never doing drugs, um, and just overall just being a successful person, um, and then going into being a father and being a dad, rather. Um, I always tried to top everything he did, and really that bar was so low, I didn't have to do much but show up for my family. And um, I am married. 
Um, I have been married going on now uh, six years um, in, a, in a couple of days, actually. And I have a six-year-old daughter and I have uh, three boys, so four kids total. So a six-year-old, four-year-old, a two-year-old, and now um, my last baby, my final child to Team Coward is uh, a little bit close to six weeks old. So we got a big family and you know, a happy family. And to all those people that's out there that got big families, don't do it. It's stressful, okay? <laughs> I got I got a whole bunch of gray hair now. So I will tell anybody, you know, I'm just trying to be funny. But I love my family and everything we got going on. Uh, the more the merrier, just not no more for me. So, um, and, and that's kind of my family in a nutshell, my current family situation. Um, I work in child and youth services, so I work with children. Um, I love what I do. Um, and, and so, like I said, that's kind of my current family situation. Um, now to go back to how I grew up, um, you know, my daddy wasn't, isn't dead, but he wasn't living to me. Uh, and I say that because he was, he was in and out of prison on drugs in and out of my life and whatnot. He never really showed up until I was a teenager and, and whatnot and showed interest per se as a dad. Um, once I was in high school and I was, you know, getting pretty successful in football, he showed an interest there. So I tried to make that relationship grow. But, you know, unfortunately, um, through those times, uh, he got back on drugs. He had been clean for a couple of years, but he got back on drugs. And I kind of told him, you know, from if he was to ever get back on drugs and kind of and leave me out there like that, I just didn't want anything to do with him. Um, and it, it went a couple of years where I wasn't speaking with him. And then it went back to um, normal, per se, where we were trying to get to know each other and, and whatnot. But it's, it's a work in progress. It, it, it really is because when you go so long without um conversing with somebody somebody being in your life you just learn to adapt and be without that person so you don't necessarily uh need that connection per se even though i really do and we really do as 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 men we need our fathers in our lives our dads in our lives um you know for me at at that time and and even currently i just don't have the urge to have those conversations um with my with my dad going forward now the god will only hold that situation together and and put some things in perspective for me and hopefully him and hopefully we can get to a point where hey my dad will be in my picture and we'll be successful i would love for him to see this side of his family and his his grandkids so um you know dads you know whether you're there or not i will tell you 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 create a legacy and when i say you create that legacy it's because for me my children are going to carry on my great legacy um it brought tears to my eyes when i found that i was having a son because it was somebody who was going to carry my last name um and, and it wasn't going to end with me and so i try to prepare my boys um to carry on my name and, and live a great legacy and, and try to build them to be strong confident um young black men in this world and I challenge all fathers, whatever race you are, to challenge them to be young and great and powerful in what they do and encourage them and, and just be present um, with them. Um, but I'm getting off topic. I'm, I'm going into some sermon-like stuff, but I'm not going to do that right now because it's just supposed to be an introductory. 
um, to what we got going on with the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. So I would tell you, my Uncle Edwin, who's my first guest um, on the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast, he used to always tell me when I would talk to him when I first became a father, he would say, man, don't try to be like your dad or try to be better than your dad. He said, just be the best dad that you're going to be. And that always stuck with me, man. And I thank my uncle for that word at that time because it, it, it really motivated me. It really changed my perspective on being a, a dad to my children because he just said, stop trying to you know, compare yourself or actually be better than your father. He's like, because you're always going to be comparing yourself to that. And you don't want to compare yourself to that because that was just a, a low bar at the time. And now I took that and I'm like, man, that was so powerful. And I, I moved on from that, that frame of thinking and I became the best dad that I can be for my family. So I will challenge all dads um, that are currently out there who don't have those relationships with their father or their dad and, and, and take that frame of mind and say, you know what? I'm going to be the best dad that I can be for my children and not compare yourself to anybody else. Um, or look to one-up anybody else. So I wanted to talk about those things a little bit, um, just kind of give you some insight to me. Um, me and my uncle are talking about some things in the first episode uh, that will allude to some of the stuff I said in this intro. Uh, but, you know, I grew, we grew up poor. Um, we loved it. We laugh about it now. But, hey, it is what it is. And, you know, made it out of those trenches. I went on to graduate from college, University of Dubuque, the Dubuque Spartans in Dubuque, Iowa, and I know no, nobody knows where that's at, um, but um, I got my degree in elementary education. I got a double minor in reading and language arts. I was on the dean's list for three out of the five years I was there, um, and it was just a great time of my life to be uh, a college graduate for my family and to have my mom and my family um, be there to see me walk that stage and get my college degree. And I pursued teaching for a couple of years. Um, I taught third and fourth grade. I taught at an at-risk private school, with kids with records, doing drugs and all that good stuff. I taught reading and life skills there. Um, and I moved on to my current field, like I was saying before I worked with child and youth services um, and I love doing what I do so I think God intended on putting me to working with kids um, to set me up to be a great dad um, I played football of course um, that was my driving force um, throughout high school and college it kept me out of trouble uh, it gave me something to do because I um, at least I was told by my mom that I had ADHD so that was something that kept me busy uh, um, a lot. And then, you know, like I said, my family is really what uh, drives me nowadays to provide for them, to spend time with them and do things with them. Um, <clears throat> I do want to go back to school and get my master's. Um, I want to go back, get my master's um, in clinical science because eventually I want to turn something like this into getting my own marital counseling office and help people uh, throughout their marital problems, um, talk through some issues, because I do it a lot for free, and people don't listen to me, so I say, well, you know what, if I get my degree and do it legit, 
I can pay people to not listen to me and take my advice as long as they get those checks clear. That's all I care. At this point, if people don't want to listen, hey, at least I got to check out of the issue. Uh, but no, in, in reality, I really want to help people um, with their marital issues, get through their marital stuff, um, and and have people have a third party involved, but also get paid for it. So um, if anybody knows anything about that, let me know. But And that's all I got right now for the intro um, introduction to the daddy ain't dead podcast i do want to say thanks for listening to the daddy ain't dead podcast um with me as the as the host my name is amp um follow the show on facebook and twitter on at daddy ain't dead it's all one word you can just type that in and find it and you can also find me on twitter and i'm sorry on instagram uh, at Daddy Ain't Dead Podcast. It's all one word. So you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Daddy Ain't Dead. And you can follow me on Instagram at Daddy Ain't Dead Podcast. Um, if you want to go to my personal page, um, you can find me on Instagram at It's Charm 813, I T S C H A R M 813, all one word. Um, if you like the show and you want to know more, check it out on those pages. Leave me a review, a question, or a comment on the Anchor app um, or on any of those pages. Make sure you share and, and talk to your friends about it. And remember that this podcast is shared on all major platforms. Join us next time as we discuss more awesome dads. God bless you and keep being great dads. Give me my flowers. <laughs>